Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bo Brock. We're uh, somehow awake after that episode of uh, HBO's Hard Knocks with the Arizona Cardinals. I hope you're all awake, too. We're going to have a discussion about it. I'm going to throw it to my co-host first for his Mm -hmm. initial reception uh, as we've digest the 45 minutes of... Man, that was like vanilla paint on the wall. And I love <laughs> Hernandez and Antonio Hamilton, but sure. good hell. Uh, Bo texted me during the show, by the way, and I'm just going to read a blurb of his caption. You would never know what this team was actually like by watching what we just watched. That was a perfect encapsulation, my friend. Yeah, it's it's trying to appeal to a national audience, but you're not telling the entire story as far as this Arizona Cardinals team goes. And my my thought on this episode is, is nothing piqued my interest. It was what was not shown, which I was interested in watching this episode. Uh, but we all know the the phrase "jumping the shark," right? Where where Fonzie infamously put on water skis and jumped over a shark, and it's the phrase that people say. When something just kind of runs Wait, out of storylines, did that start the phrase "jumping the shark"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wow. That's the that's where that's it came from. Story. Okay, yeah. So okay. happy days ran out of storylines, so they put Fonzie on some water skis and he jumped over a fucking shark, and that's where any if any show just kind of runs out of ideas, people say they jumped the shark, they went too far, and I, I think at this point we might be at that crossroads with Hard Knocks after watching tonight, not seeing the you know Benjamin story play out. Uh, we saw, we heard one line from Lee Schreiber, the the narrator, as far as offensive line coach and run game coordinator Sean Kugler, who was relieved of his duties yeah. and sent home Monday morning. And then they showed a little bit more. I think it was, uh, you know, Fox Ten. They had like two seconds of them reporting on it at the end, and then Cliff apologizing on behalf of the coaching staff there uh, for Kugler. Uh, making what did he say dumb shit you know yeah. no longer will i have you guys have to answer questions with the media about dumb shit that was either done about you know off the field or also about effort i'd be like hey cliff the dumb shit has come from two of your coaches too like that's not controllable yeah. if i'm you know james connor or buddha baker but uh, that we'll get into that here's what i will say dylan richards uh great point does Kyler Murray play for this team? Kyler, <laughs> I have more airtime on hard knocks than Kyler Murray does, and I'm not on the show. He was not featured at all this week. I That was so premeditated that they're like, what can we grab? It was like, if you've ever worked in you know TV or radio, it's like, we got to grab, con- we need some filler, right? right? Something that you will never see from this show, by the way. Filler, and if it's worth talking about, we're going to talk about it. But it was just like puff piece after puff piece after puff piece, and we've had HBO on, and we want to prop this show up. Yeah, man, I was I watching the team site because that's what it felt like. Was I watching? Flight Plan does a great job. (laughs) I love Flight Plan. You guys have seen it on YouTube. That was an episode of Flight Plan with a little bit of cursing, right? That was on HBO. I mean, here's the true. But points to that there was things so numerous things taken out that they could have put yeah. it. The episode was 45 minutes. It was 45 minutes. Normally it's up over 50 minutes. It's approaching a full hour, 45 minutes. Boom. You were in and out of there. You could, was, I mean, is that our fault? Tell me right now. Do you think that was because of us? I, 
I I do. I do. I I don't I hope that doesn't come off egotistical. It's not something that no, we intend, that we wanted, that we anticipated. Happened. We asked the story, we asked a question that was very important to our audience. They wanted to know. It was such a puzzling situation regarding Eno Benjamin. A fan favorite started at Arizona State and then on Monday after a win, after playing one snap, he was sent packing. He was sent out the door. So we said you asked you asked the director of Hard Knocks. He said, "Well, it wasn't showed last week. Well, we see it next week." Basically paraphrasing for the most part, but he said it's going to be must watch. And then I followed up and said, you've been in a lot of locker rooms. What you what you witnessed, was it shocking to you? And he said, yeah, it was shocking. And then a whole shit storm comes out after, after that. You and I are dealing on things, you know, behind the scenes with our show. And then other outlets around Arizona, they're picking up on them. Bobby Mack and AZ Central, they dig into it. They're asking questions about, you know, what footage they may or may not have about Eno. And then they, you know, they start saying that they don't have anything. And then we, the episode to, to the, tonight aired, comes and goes, no mention of Eno Benjamin, nothing at all. I mean, he wasn't mentioned in the last two episodes on a major storyline that was going on surrounding this team that impacts this team and its fan base. It was never even mentioned. The Kugler stuff was addressed it, very like minimal. They had because they had to. They couldn't double down because they weren't going to show the Eno stuff. So they did the bare minimum with Kugler, and they didn't depict what happened at all. They just say he was dismissed from the team. They glossed over it before the game. They didn't talk about. You know, I want to see behind the scenes stuff. I want to see Cliff talking to cops. I want to see Cliff <laughs> talking to players that morning. Like Kugler's gone. Here's what we got to do. It's a shit storm. This is what's going to happen. Get people behind the scenes, mic'd up. That's what it should be. That's what we were sold that it was going to happen. I like we were almost given like if you didn't live in this market, you probably think, oh, that's kind of interesting. But like we're in this market, Bo, you're at practice every day. You're at the press conference every day. What we saw on Hard Knocks, you could get that from Bo Brock's Twitter every day. <laughs> you should just tune into Bo Brock and PHNX Cardinals Twitter every day because you got, I would argue, more than than what we just saw on, on Hard Knocks. And again, we did not come out. We wanted to like the episode this week. Mm -hmm. we, we've dealt with some shit behind the scenes. It is what it is. We still think the world of everybody and at HBO and whatever. And we wanted to come in this episode and prop it up. And I'm like, here's here's your opportunity because everybody's throwing darts at this right now and saying this is puff piece. This is public access. This is an ad for the team. Prove us wrong. Right. And they doubled down on it. It, it unless they felt like this episode's already lost cause. But you only get so many of these. And this is this is very much like a guinea pig. You've done this twice. I don't know yeah. how the Colts situation was well received. I didn't watch it last year. I don't care about the Indianapolis Colts and Carson Wentz. But man, they like you were in the news for the wrong reasons this week. You better churn out a banger of an episode. And it was just right. like, let's dig down deep in the library of just snooze fest. Like I literally was on my phone the entire episode. I'm like, I yeah. know all this shit already. This is boring. Yeah, it was. It was. It was like, hey, let's get a real inside glimpse of, of who this person is. Let's talk to their mom. Let's get the real scoop of who this person is. Let's see. Let's yeah. let's let's air out all the like the dirty laundry. It's like, well, he finished seventh place in his wrestling competition and all oh. these like all, yeah, all these really nice things. But in reality, you're a scumbag. Like they're not showing yeah. anything that makes you who you are and why people have have their frustrations with you and be, and, and believe me this fan base is is about as frustrated as it possibly be and this just adds on top of it it piles up like how the lack of self-awareness as an organization 
zero to, to do to say hey maybe maybe we'll just let this be shown and and you know one of the two things that have happened in the last two weeks and and give them something some insight uh, this comment you know, this says it all. Not to interrupt you, I love Will <laughs> Hernandez. I think he's a great ambassador for the Latino community and this game. It's a shame he couldn't play. How long did that dinner scene go on? They were at dinner like half crickets. Oh my god, they <laughs> ate crickets! And no it, way! What are we watching? <laughs> literally felt like a YouTube special from the team. Oh my god, Johnny, no. let live. We move. I don't. I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm not living right now. I'm snoozing. I'm falling asleep, brother. Uh, ask Kime about. No, we're not going to do that. As long as Kime <laughs> is the GM, the Cardinals won't be winning anytime soon with Clifford without. But like the Kime's not. This is not a Kime issue. This is a Cardinals. Cardinals. We we have the answer to our question because the no. number one question we had coming into this show was how much input are the Cardinals going to have? The Cardinals mm-hmm. are going to have a lot of input on what's aired. And, They're fucking Scorsese and, in this thing. Right. They're, they're, this, this is Kevin Feige at Marvel Studios. They're cutting everything up. <laughs> they're, they're going through it, you know, frame by frame. Yeah, they, they, we we have had two people from HBO on our show, and both times have been, as, as they should, overly, but we're praising universally Kime and Michael Bidwell on the access, and, mm-hmm. like, they're working together. I mean... How could you watch this team and and think that what there actually are? If you didn't follow the team, you would never know. Yeah, let's. I want to get to this comment from Marcos, but first, let me tell you about something that you really want to watch. After you know watching that puff piece tonight, what you really want to watch is the World Cup, and you want to see the U.S. men's team. You want to see Mexico. You want to see both those teams play. Competition coming up soon after Thanksgiving. You got a game on tap for the U.S. They're taking on England. You want to go watch that game? Reserve your spot today. Enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, more. Three dollar kilt lifters, three dollar wild pints. We're hosting every U.S.-Mexico World Cup match at Four Peaks, us PHNX, 22-foot screen. Next match, Black Friday festivities begin at 11. Mexico versus Argentina. You want to watch Messi trying to bounce back against Mexico? That's the next day. That's on Saturday at 11 a.m. The atmosphere has been absolutely electric. There's nothing here that we're trying to sugarcoat. It's an actual great event. You got to get yourself in. Just hit the link in the show notes in the description. You can find it. Register for your free ticket. Free tickets. If you tried to watch the U.S. the other day or Mexico, you were fighting for anywhere to sit. And at Four Peaks, you can get your seat today. Just register for free in the show notes here. If you're listening to the podcast, you can find them there as well. Also want to tell you about some, uh, was it OG's brands? Yeah, OG's maybe made that watchable tonight. It could take you <laughs> to some different spots, right? OG's, yeah. they got something for everybody. Unless you take their sleep time gummy because you wouldn't. we wouldn't even be talking to you if I took one of those. I would have been snoozing. I would have been in La La Lamb and OJ's would have been flavoring my dreams. They've got also other products that you can tap into. Check them out, ogsbrands.com. Ogsbrands.com. They got the orange creamsicle. They got all these different fruit flavors. Something for everyone. Someone can always use OGs. It's a perfect stocking stuffer. You want to maybe bust them out after the Thanksgiving dinner table. Perfect. OGs. Do it. As always, you can find them your local dispensary. Got to be 21 years or older to enjoy. And also find them on the gram at OGs Brands. You wanted to get to a question. There's so many questions. People are obviously upset. Can't wait for Hard Knocks tonight. Hashtag nothing ever happened. Uh, that's a great one. Uh, Clay Comb also says, does anyone hate Cliff even more after watching this episode? No, because I think it just gives us more context. 
Like he's talking to Max Williams at the end of the game. It's like, you got to keep the guys up after this. Number one, Max Williams is on the practice squad. Like mm-hmm. keeping the guys up. I, he's on the active roster now. Cause, cause earth's got hurt, but like Cliff, that's your job, man. And then yeah. like, don't feed any, don't feed the media any more reason to, to for us to be embarrassed. Like co- that's your staff. Talk to your staff. Yeah. Hollywood got a ticket before the season, but I mean, the players have been basically on their best behavior during the season. Your coaches keep um, committing horrific acts that have led to their dismissal from the team, Cliff. And actions reflect leadership. And you think this would be happening with uh, Mr. Sean Payton? You think this would be happening under Bill Belichick? Come on, man. You got coaches that are running wild in Mexico City. We didn't see any of that, but I don't know. It just it feels like boilerplate coach speak plug and play i could search for it on an algorithm on google and just make a coach yeah. and and that's what i see it's like a you know what it looks like it looks like an ea sports cutscene is what cliff kingsbury speeches <laughs> look like it looks like a madden you're coaching during the season cutscene. that's what i thought right. at the end of the show I, i'd sent you in, a, in our gm saw bookman a speech from todd bowles former dc defensive coordinator uh from the cardinals now head coach of the tampa bay buccaneers former coach of the jets and a speech he had to his team and i was like i would have a tough time imagining cliff conjuring up and delivering a speech anywhere the caliber that bowles delivered to his his tampa bay bucks team that's they've gone through their own struggles this season offensively just trying to win games in, in a wide open NFC. Now let's get to this. Let's get to the, to the spicy stuff before uh, the episode aired tonight. Eno Benjamin, former Arizona Cardinals running back said this can't wait for hard knocks tonight. This was on Twitter. Hashtag nothing ever happened. And yeah, I mean, if you watch the show, you didn't, even, like I said, last two weeks, they haven't even mentioned anything about Eno Benjamin. Uh, this doesn't even like validate Eno Benjamin. Like it, it just wasn't addressed at all. I, I, Eno needs to say what happens. I doubt it. I think Eno just kind of wants to put his head down and and try to play good football with Houston. Um, you're th- this if this is how the show is going to be, then it should just be a, a training camp show. Because I didn't even it, know that you you didn't even get the sense they were losing that bad in the game. They were down thirty one ten. It was like the Super Bowl, man. It was like back and forth affair. No, nope, <laughs> actually, they lost by almost forty points. Uh, it was an embarrassment, and um, they no, they're good, good though. They're good to go. All their players are elite. They're all going to the Hall of Fame, and um, yeah, this is just a normal season, just normal season. Everything's fine. Well, actually, you have had two uh, off the field incidents that you refuse to cover, and the team <clears throat> has basically quit. And Buda Baker said as much in the post game press conference, which Cliff alluded to, but. Coincidentally, they didn't show that either. How can you not show that when Buddha was animated, basically saying like guys didn't didn't play hard at the end yeah. of the game? Like why? What that we all saw that. Put that in there. Why wouldn't they put that in there? Because like, are you? Is it? A, do you think it's a thing where their HBO's worried about viewership? Like the last six weeks, like you can only watch a car crash for so long. But like <laughs> the crescendo, I like. At some point, they're going to need to do like a bi-week visit with Kyler and they'll probably have him go to like a children's hospital. And it'll again, it'll probably be like a puff piece, which is great. I want Kyler to do those things. It's not why I tune into Hard Knocks for. I tune into Hard Knocks to get something I wouldn't get anywhere else. And this is literally boilerplate stuff that you could get. Yeah, I think it's a speech that like NFL films has evolved and team coverage has evolved and media has evolved. That's awesome. So maybe it's a case where just Hard, hard Knocks in, in season is just a big disaster. 
Yeah. It, it, I mean, it is. I, I watched the Colts, but I didn't watch it from the perspective of kind of knowing what was truly going on in surrounding that organization. Obviously they've got uh, an owner that can sometimes be erratic, right. And in, in Jim Ursay and, they had a, a head coach that was he was fired before the end of this season, and, and last year was one that kind of led to his demise. I don't think that they really went in hard on Carson Wentz and, and what truly kind of, if you watched that season, you would have known that they needed him exiled pretty much immediately after. So so maybe it, it's it's something that I haven't been paying attention to closely enough by not being as tapped in to the respective franchise that's being featured on hard knocks, whether it's leading up to a regular season or whether it's, uh, you know, in season. I mean, this is the only, this is the only second uh, season of in season. I mean, we, we've been used, we've seen guys get shown the door. We've seen guys get cut. We've seen guys like Chad Johnson deal with, I think it was, it was an alleged domestic issue yeah. uh, when he was, uh, he was cut by the dolphins. They covered that. And that's why, like, I wonder like what happened between then and now where they're not as you know hard hitting with their coverage, Howard. It's not journalism. It's it's not reality TV. It's supposed to be reality TV. It's advertising. Now, is it good no. advertising? I wouldn't even say like if I'm watching this as an average fan, this doesn't make me want to become a Cardinal fan. This right. is that what I watched tonight was very niche. This was almost like for friends and family of the team. Like, hey, check it no. out. Watch this. It's like home movies, right? But there there's no. a big demographic that's not being served here. Um, let's see here. We'll get to, get to some more of these comments here in a second, but I want to remind everybody underdog fantasy. It's going to be a hell of a lot more exciting than whatever we just watched. You can dive into <laughs> underdog fantasy tomorrow on Thanksgiving and cash in big time. All you got to do enter a $1 max on your pick them entry. If you hit all five of your picks, you hit a hundred bucks and all you have to do is a dollar on Dak Prescott's passing yards. Um, <laughs> and, you can pick any other four bets that you want. Dak is the only NFL pick that's needed. This boost can be paired with anything outside of Thanksgiving Thursday. So you can bet on the NBA. You can bet on, goodness, I I would imagine the World Cup. And uh, all new users and current users alike can take advantage of this one-time offer. 100% boost. So easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com. Download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX. Underdog Fantasy is going to... Uh, match your first deposit up to $100. We use Underdog Fantasy on the reg. It's our favorite fantasy football app. I am so over those year-long fantasy apps. I love playing daily fantasy. I love doing it with Underdog Fantasy. I also love cheap tickets. And right now, you could think to yourself, they can't get much cheaper at State Farm Stadium. You would be wrong. You can get them as cheap as up to 60-plus percent off when you buy them on the Game Time app. It's the best way to support us. Find your tickets through the show link below. Again, I've got friends and family who've gone to State Farm Stadium for a song using the Game Time app. I'm talking about premium seats, 50-yard line for sub-200 bucks. Check it out now uh, ahead of uh, Cardinals Chargers this weekend. All right, Drama Sells. HBO would want Mm -hmm. all the drama out there. The Cardinals are censoring everything. Yeah, if you're part of the organization and you work in media relations or you're you're in you know the owner's box or whatever you would think that the pushback is significant based on the fact that maybe the viewership wouldn't be great and I'll, I'll couple that bow by saying this or I should say preface that by saying this the cardinals probably thought 
that they were going to be competitive this year, and this show would be a good good way to show their culture, which was so often questioned at the end of last year. Kingsbury's a fraud that collapses. Kyler Murray's a gamer. Let's get rid of all of that and let's show the other side of the Cardinals. And instead, it was like it was like you open up the hood of the trunk and everything's on fire. And now <laughs> instead of showing it for what it is and at least being honest with your fan base and everybody else. Mm-hmm fire extinguisher out and just kind of glossed over it. That's how it feels like to me. Yeah. I mean, and there was, it wasn't without, you know, opportunities to, to at least do it, to tell the story and not even have to dive in. Like I think they could have done, cause they showed at the beginning of the episode going through each position group room that they could have shown the running back room and, or they had Steve Kime talking to the coaching staff. They could have addressed the Eno and just said Eno is no longer with. They, they could have just said that, and that would have been it, right? Boom, there you go. They didn't even do us that, and I just feel like that—that's a, such a glaring omission for this that it, it might just solely any of the integrity of the entire season. And and it's not, and it has nothing to do with us as far as what what was told to us it would be shown and what wasn't shown. But I mean, you they had an opportunity. Let me let me interrupt you. Do you think had we not had the director on the show last week? And I had not asked that question, and you had yeah. followed up. Do you think something Eno you know, Benjamin related would have been in the episode? I think so. Yeah, Don't I you? Too. Yeah. I mean, I think they were probably they were excited about it. I, I, they I were think that touch, they were they were going to touch on something, but then the fact that maybe the director went so far in on it being shocking, yeah. and he maybe over teased it to the point where it got, yeah. people caught wind of it. But I think we would have gotten something. And to your point, the runtime was 15 minutes shorter than it usually is. It was. And, and then how about, you know, they didn't, even, they didn't even show Sean Coogler like they did. They featured him pretty much last week talking his position group. Just and then they showed down. the assistant. They had the assistant offensive lineman speaking to the O-line group. Uh, and, and that can leading the O-line meeting. You saw, I mean, Coogler was sitting uh, next to where he was standing. Um, so, so there's that. That, was, that stood out to me. Uh, it, it, it's just, it was just very strange. It was, it, but it was also, I didn't, I didn't feel blindsided by it. I wasn't, un, it wasn't something that was unexpected. Right. I mean, we kind of got this sense like, Hey, this is going to be uh, a, a very light episode. And it, it was right on brand with that. Think about probably they thought before the season, this is our coronation. We're going to go to Mexico city and in front of, uh, a demographic that loves the Cardinals. We're going to have a win and it's going to be the crescendo of hard knocks or it's going to be one of our favorite episodes and we're going to follow Will Hernandez. That was probably always planned. Mm-hmm. And instead it's like you had two ugly scenes for different reasons and your team is terrible and you got blown out. So how can we gloss over this as much as possible? I, that, that it, it, I would be embarrassed if I, if I had to, stamp on that tonight that's embarrassing to call that considering what we've come to expect from hard knocks is that if this was the first ever hard knocks season ever then we're like okay at face value we know what we're getting now and i mean dan bickley said it earlier this week and i have to agree with them now it's a little bit of propaganda it feels like Mm -hmm. propaganda for for the team it does not tell the true story at all of what's going on and it's it, it i i i would be tempted to say that it it's disrespectful to the acumen of the fan base because you're watching something that you know is just not true. Right. Because you read everything and you watch it with your eyes and you get our opinion because we're factual and we're honest because we want to be. And that's what PHNX is. But then you look at national reporters 
and you just get this is what's happening there. And then mm-hmm. you would assume that HBO, a third party, would would do the same. And it's not. It's not. Right. Or or local local reporters that are like are just buying hook, line, and sinker, you know, what yeah. they're being fed. Like, oh yeah, I, I, I believe there's nothing. You know, it's like you're uh, in, in the water for the franchise. <laughs> we will praise this franchise when it's worth praising something. Yeah. But right now, yeah. how could you how could you do that? Because because then when when opportunities come like this to, to grow your brand nationally, grow to, to, to get, speak to people who aren't necessarily Cardinals fans and would never think about it. Otherwise to get to be in in somebody's living room. And, and then it, it just be this, you know, really watered down drivel of stuff that you've cliches of stuff you've seen that doesn't match up what their record is and match up with the headlines that are surrounding this team and impacting this team. It's just disingenuous. It really is. And I, it's un- inauthentic and it's, it's really unfortunate. Like, where do you, I want to get your answer on this. Uh, maybe, maybe it's, it's murdered your love for, for hard knocks. It's possible, right? Uh, could it be revived? I'm going to get the answer from Johnny here in just a minute, but also if, if you're thirsty, let's murder your thirst. Let's do it with our, our new partner, our favorite partner. Let's talk about liquid death. Liquid death is killing it. It would, what, what is liquid death? You, it sounds pretty metal, doesn't it? Uh, it's, it's mountain spring water from the Alps. You would never have guessed that, right? I mean, that it's this refreshing mountain spring water, but it's called liquid death. It sounds like it's a heavy metal band, but it, it, instead it's, it's getting you hydrated. It's making you feel better. It's, it's making you uh, just murder your thirst. And also they're murdering plastic pollution. They're donating 10% of their profits for every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. And it's not just like mountain spring water. It's the sparkling water. It's the stuff you see all over the shelves at Target, Sprouts, Fries, where you see just different competing brands like uh, Bubbly and uh, I think LaCroix. But Liquid Death is the best. I can tell you that for sure. Get free shipping on all the water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash phnx. It's liquiddeath.com slash phnx. And like I said, you can find them. The big tall boy cans, they look like beers, but they're actually mountain spring water, sparkling water. You can find them local Target, Fries, or Sprouts. All right. You going to watch Hard Knocks going forward? We're, we're going to make a decision here as a, as a, as a group. <laughs> we're, we, you're part of the round table here, everybody in the chat. We, uh, after week one, we're pretty excited to do these post-game shows. Um, they're on life support right now. If we get fed another episode like that, maybe we discontinue this series. We'll have to talk to our GM, Saul Bookman. But to, to Howard, what happened with Eno? We don't know. Because uh, supposedly there aren't enough cameras to be able to document it, even though it was clearly so shocking. And uh, the the director felt as much to to say that on our show, our program, um, that uh, I guess they maybe it got lost in the in the shuffle. Uh, Do you think it was it was surprising or shocking in the sense that he didn't do uh, enough to merit it from what they saw? You think that's what he could have meant? Anything would have been better than what I watched tonight. That's how I <laughs> like literally you can have like you can have if you have like multiple blocks to your show, you can have one puff piece inside look players life, blah, blah. That should have been all Will Hernandez. I love mm-hmm. Antonio Hamilton. That felt like that could have been mixed in maybe in the Saints game. We had the pick that felt yeah. weird to have. It almost felt like maybe they shot that for a different week and they had to pump it into this week. Cause that didn't feel organic. Like Antonio Hamilton didn't play well this week. He gave up a no, touchdown. I know he was mic'd up. He had a really good game against the Rams last week. 
that almost felt like we need some stock footage, plug it in there, you know, and they told us they do that. They have extra footage. They can plug and play. I, I clay Colum, You're right. They, they pulled some footage tonight. They altered the episode and 45 uh, minutes, 45 minutes. Jalen Blair did hard knocks decline to give you a guess this week. They didn't decline. They right. just didn't provide it. One. And I mean, okay. we're on Thanksgiving Eve. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to read too far into it, but. It's the first week without a guest, so I don't know. <laughs> Read into what you know. like. If they, if they give us another guest, we will bring whomever that is on, and yeah. we will be transparent. We will ask the questions like we asked last week, because mm-hmm. shit, man, if we're not asking those kind of questions, then we're buying into the propaganda. We are basically on puppet strings, and we don't want to do that. We will never do that on this show, because that's that's not our job. Our job is to ask real questions, to get real answers, because Number one, that's what the fans want. We're fans. Bo's a fan. I'm a fan. And if we're not asking those questions, we're taking handouts. It's crazy to me. And, and I, I tell myself this all the time, and, and I try to p- convey this to people who maybe don't watch the show, but we celebrate Cardinals football. We, we love we covering do. this team, love watching games on Sunday. You know, a lot of the players are, are guys that we really enjoy watching play football. But this this season, it's it's been it, – it's been trying, man. It, it's it's been a team that uh, is tough to wrap your arms around. That's for sure. Uh, I saw in the comments uh, it, we talked about it a little bit earlier uh, with the Eno tweet. He's he sent yeah. this out before the episode aired tonight. Can't wait for Hard Knocks tonight. Hashtag nothing ever happened. Yeah, so we never really kind of got into that uh, with the Eno Benjamin situation. Um, Johnny, can you take that off the screen? Because your boy doesn't know how to do it. There we go. It's I, off. You know it, we're self-producing tonight. We're giving people, producers, the night off on Thanksgiving Eve, but we're working. Kids are in bed, and Bo and I would very much like an hour of our time back after watching uh, that that show. Would have loved to recap an episode. Should we just do a recap of House of the Dragon instead? <laughs> House of the Dragon. I'll give HBO free publicity right now because I mean, what I just – Watch was not suited for the HBO I've come to love. That was the house. That was the actually hard knocks equivalent of the final season of Game of Thrones, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. that basically was it. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's like, are, are we going to become? Is it going to become the the Walking Dead where you just don't care about it any longer? It yeah. used to be a proud institution that everybody loved. Yeah, yeah. Who's on this show now? What's going on? If I. Kyler Murray it makes $230 million and is not featured in an in-season show. And I get he's hurt, but like document that's what people care about. Document that. Follow Kyler Murray around all week and see what he does and see what he's doing to rehab. Colt McCoy, it's been the Colt McCoy and Will Hernandez show. And I love those two guys. I mean, there's a chance neither guy's on the roster next year. They're just they're flashing the pan cardinals. Um, you guys should really get Eno on. He would never come on with us. He'd yeah, I don't think Texans. he would. I, I don't think the Texans would want that. I don't think Eno's. Uh, I mean, we could ask. We could certainly ask, and and we will. Uh, but I, I I would bet that he might be able to get on PHNX Sun Devils. Maybe those guys. That that might be a better end than us. We could, but, we could uh, trick yeah, him. We could say, hey, let's talk about <laughs> the coaching search. Not Cardinals is live, gotcha. and we get him. No, no, we don't do that. We're um, straight with our audience. Yeah, I it's it's just it was it was a bummer, man. But yeah, I'm we're definitely let's we'll definitely do this next week. We'll do episode four. But if if we're spoon fed more more crap, uh, if 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 they continue to pee on our leg and tell us it's rain, uh, we might have to shut things down just for the integrity of our show that we're not just sitting here and, and because we can't do that. We could 
this isn't sustainable. You and I just coming on no. here and ranting. <laughs> and it's not. We already have to rant about every game. Right. Oh, and I want to spend time with our wives. That's that's one thing. But also, like, I, I want to hang out with you guys as much as I can. But like, not not talking about this. Not talking no. about like the production quality of the show. Man, that that was. Can we talk about? Can we talk about the two point five seconds that Kyler Murray was in the episode today, where he yeah, was he he was talking about Colt McCoy. He said Kyler uh, or Colt said this about Kyler. He's been great to work with. I know my role. So that was kind of nice. And then Kyler, you hear him and you can like, it's what I think is funny about it because we've seen very little of him that I, you can take the one line he, he might've said, or, or just what he said. It's not a line, even though you think it might be produced lines. Yeah. Uh, he said, you play the quick game speaking to Colt McCoy, almost like you play the quick game. And then I play this game. And it's me completely trying to read into the very little that I heard from Kyler Murray in tonight's episode. Like you play the quick game but this is my game, which I mean, am I reading too much into it? I can't, I can't because we know Colt, Colt's getting the football out as quick as possible. And in his five starts, he's, he's gotten rid of the football. I'm going to take you for face value. And, and okay. I believe that that was that I, I missed that because it was so fucking boring, but um, yeah, <laughs> I, that makes sense. Like you, you put the ball, you're a distributor. I quick mm-hmm. game is game manager. That's how I read that. You, you get the ball in your playmaker's hands. I look for the big play. Awesome. Uh, that Kyler's Kyler's going to probably start this weekend. That'll be it for Colt McCoy mm-hmm. this year, assuming that Kyler doesn't get hurt again. Um, I mean, Kyler doesn't win that game Monday night, in the, unless it's a Herculean effort. But um, the Greg Dortch stuff was cool. Like, he cares, so I care about mm-hmm. Greg Dortch. Um, the Antonio Hamilton stuff was good, like his burned feet and stuff like that. I hadn't seen those photos. That was pretty messed up and his, his wife, the honesty, like him getting that pick against the saints and giving it to his wife. But again, that was two, two or three games ago like that. Again, not relevant tonight when your team has had two incidents off the field in seven days, man, uh, spaghetti Western would be an improvement than watching hard knocks. We should make a list <laughs> of everything we'd rather watch right now than, than what we just watched. Um, Jose saying Bosa stepped on Colt's hand. It's in the episode. Is it? I don't yeah, know. Like, it is. Yeah. So they showed, they showed Bosa. It probably should have been flagged for a late hit. Uh, not the, the play he's talking about, but they showed that immediately after just kind of the bumps and bruises that Colt McCoy suffered throughout this game. And, yeah. and Cliff confirmed it today at his media availability, what he's dealing with an elbow, a hand, he's got the knee. Um, so Colt McCoy absolutely just banged up. Warrior went out there and played with all those, those injuries. But yeah, he, uh, He's he get he got hit on a third down from Bosa pretty late, where he yeah. just kind of and Bosa was pulling up on it and it knocked Colt to the turf and he might have fallen on his elbow and then yeah, Bosa stepped on it and he stepped on his hand and we saw the hand on the broadcast. Do you believe they will ask Kyler about video games? No chance. No, no chance. Maybe I thought maybe before this the show started, I fifty fifty. Uh, that they talk about his clan off the field, his phase clan or whatever that is, the gaming clan and the overreaction and just give some insight to it. No chance now. I'm not even convinced now we're going to get a Kyler episode. Ky- uh, Kyler might, might yeah. have told the team and the hard knocks and his people like, I don't want to be a part of this. And like, what are they going to say? That's, he's uh, not part yeah. of it so far. There's nothing, there's nothing that has featured him at all. I mean, Carson Wentz isn't like the, he doesn't like to get in front of the cameras and he had the, he had the cameras at his house last year. I got to, I got to imagine they, they show him and they got, they have six more weeks of this. 
So I, I think that they oh, absolutely my. do. And, and to, to your point, to your point, as far as, you know, the bye week, they're going to definitely have to dig something up for the bye week. It'll be a good week to uh, go to the 52nd player on the team. Go to get, you know what we should do? We should do a, uh, an in-depth look at all the guys on the practice squad and just go and interview their high school coaches and, uh, and talk to their middle school teachers. That'd be, that's, that's what I want to see. Uh, talk, have them go and handing out turkeys for Thanksgiving. That's, yeah. that's very much, that'll be something we see next. You want week, the in-depth right? on Farrell Cooper? Yeah. Farrell Cooper, you know, his, his college journey to the NFL. That's what I want. I want to see uh, anything. Trace McSorley has got me super interested um, yeah, I want to know more about Jonathan Ward's release, all this stuff. That's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hungry for, uh, ahead of next week's hard knocks. Yeah. A couple takeaways and, and to, you know, follow up on Brian's comment that was just posted up there for a little bit. Uh, the ending about Cliff calling out Buddha's comments, just saying he doesn't want to have players discuss effort to the media. Um, I think, yeah, that, that was probably something that they addressed and it sounded like they addressed at the end of that one. I also thought in the locker room after the loss, mm. it, it, I thought it was interesting that cliff was basically saying, we're not going to watch this game film. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they got to bring it back before the, this regular season finale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, right. You're not, you're not going to watch the game film from the game. That you just played? <laughs> what? What? I, I guess. Cause you probably, you do watch game film like the next day. Before you yeah. have your practice week, we got a three I mean, and a half hour flight from Mexico City. You can't watch it on that. Everybody get the DVD of the ass kicking they just <laughs> took. Can we? Is that one of those burn the tape footage or uh, burn the tape cliches? Get the VHS tape and light it on fire. What That's, do you think was? What do you think was better, the the film from that game or this episode of Hard Knocks? <laughs> I would. I would rather watch the Cardinals losing to the Seahawks fifty eight to nothing. The broadcast from that game, that would be fun to go down memory lane. Uh, the game that got Ken Wisenhunt fired than to watch that episode <laughs> ever again. Uh, people are saying that they don't have an episode during the bye week. Well, okay, we are, we are very blessed because of that. I think because it was a short week, they never planned on watching the film. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll see how that yeah. turns out for you. Cliff never seems pissed in the locker room after a bad loss. Just plays the nice guy role. This is who Cliff Kingsbury is. Like mm -hmm. we, nothing that we've seen from Bo's time around him, from from my time around him. This is who he is, for better or worse. So he's not. At least he's not faking it. And he is a genuine guy. He's a good dude. Is he? Is he a, a good, good head coach? I think we're getting our answer right now. Uh, we want to know how Johnny's day was on Hard Knocks next week. You will get it. Bo and I will do an in depth. The diaper story, we're going to talk to you about how I got my car cleaned out, talk to you about, you know, poop scoop in my yard, whatever you want to know. We're going to talk about it on next week's uh, Hard Knocks episode. Uh, in all seriousness, I want everybody to go to gophnx.com, become a member, a diehard member, just under 60 bucks, cop a free hat, a free shirt every single year. It's not a one-off every single time. Discounts to events. Come hang with us in the exclusive member Discord. And to top it all off, the Black Friday sale we got going on is flip, flipping phenomenal. I'm talking like single dollar tees. You can stack promos with discounts on promos on discounts. PHNX Merchandise Locker. Go to gophnx.com. What I would do is go to gophnx.com, become a member, and then just start to write down shit that you like. And then come Friday, I guarantee it's going to be for sale. Uh, Austin, I want to see some Andy Lee backstory next week. <laughs> 
his days back when he was drafted in 1812. That's the t- stuff I'm, I'm watching for. <clears throat> An Arizona animal. He's uh, hitting up a, kind of a throwback to the earlier episode from today where we're talking Sean Payton. Two words, Bam. Jeff Ireland. There it is. Bam. Sean Payton watch. If you want more in-depth on the report today about Sean Payton and his interest, his eyeing of the Arizona Cardinals organization, potentially his next landing spot as head coach, check out that episode. Like this episode. It helps us uh, obviously grow our audience, get us out in front of more people. More people watch this video, the more videos we're going to make. And uh, yeah, so like all those episodes, subscribe. And, and of course, listen to us wherever you find podcasts. Uh, a, 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 I think we made the best of this one. And look at us. We're at 41 minutes into the episode. We're almost as long as the 45-minute hard knocks, the shortest all season. I, this, is, this was much more riveting, and it's because of all of you. We love you all. We couldn't do this without everybody. The show has only gotten more and more and more appealing because of all of you. We're growing our audience every day because of everybody in these comments. We talk about what you want to talk about. We're the anti-hard knocks. We're back on Friday. I want everybody to have a tremendous holiday. Like and subscribe to PHNX, PHNX Sports on YouTube. Like this video, as Bo mentioned. Subscribe to the PHNX Cardinals podcast. Uh, for Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Vimble. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care, everybody.